Episode 41, 2022, in review. Welcome to the SaaS Venture Podcast. Sharing the adventure of leading and growing a bootstrapped SaaS company. Hear the experiences, challenges, wins, and losses shared in each episode from Aaron Weike of Leadferno and Darren Shaw of Whitespark. Let's go. Welcome to the SaaS Venture Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Darren. Have you ever thought about time travel, Darren? Uh, yeah, I think about it all the time, actually. <laughs> I wonder what Aaron and Darren would say if we could go back one year from today. Well, I mean, we probably recorded an episode. We can probably see what we had to say. Yeah. and then <laughs> we, we could time travel right now, Aaron. Just press play on that episode that we would have done this time last year. Part of me feels pretty crazy that we're going to talk today about another like year in review, a calendar yes. year in review. That was fast. Yeah, it was ridiculously fast. And I actually feel that about like every area of my life. It's like the days are 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 clocking by so fast. The weeks are clocking by, the months. And then uh, here we are. It's another year. It just feels like everything is so accelerated right now. Totally. And and. The one part I'm okay with, most areas I would like it to slow down and slow play a little bit. The one area I'm okay, and you get this too, just since we're both extreme northerners, me in Minnesota and you in Edmonton, Canada. Like, if things want to fast forward through winter, sounds good to me. Let's go back to like 60 degree days. Sure. Yeah, Uh, I actually really enjoy the winter hibernation period. So I kind of like... Just being able to hunker down, stay in my house, have this focused time. Um, so yeah, I, I I enjoy the winter. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to where we live, right? You if you're if you like totally hate it, you should really move because otherwise your life's miserable for six months out of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's more like eight months here in Edmonton. <laughs> totally. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I thought our six months was rough. Yeah, eight months is that's even more. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It was minus twenty nine the other day, and. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking Fahrenheit or Celsius? That's Celsius, but I think they actually get pretty close around that. Yeah, yeah, they do. They start to equal out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we haven't done any below zeros yet. We've done some single digits, but. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's talk about warmer, hotter things. And we haven't talked since end of October. We didn't connect in, in November, but what's what's new in the last six weeks? What is new in the last six weeks? Well, there's a huge thing that's new. Um, I hired a content marketing assistant, yes. uh, Gabby. And so that's been really big for us. So we, the, the goal is to like 10 times our marketing output. It's like I make a video and then we turn that video into a Twitter thread and then a LinkedIn carousel and then break it down into smaller posts. Just this whole like content repurposing thing. And so Gabby is helping me uh, big time with that. So I just have to record it. And then she's got the rest of it. And we, we're scheduling it all in a social media scheduling application. And we're really refining our process and methodology in, uh, in using Notion just to kind of keep all of our work organized. Yep. Man, it's going so good. And also, uh, I've engaged our, our video editor. If you've ever seen any of my videos on YouTube, we have this great video editor, Carl Grashit, and he... Uh, I've got like a monthly or a weekly commitment with him now. So it's like, I got to get him a video every week. And yeah. so we're really going to grow our YouTube and all of our socials. And I think that that's going to be great for the business. So that's yeah. 
That's probably the biggest thing that's in the since we talked last. Yeah, and it's been visible. I've noticed the video output and especially like the the Twitter threads. I've noticed a, a few and liked and reshared a few of those. So yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't even know that that was tied to a marketing assistant hire. I was just like, wow, Darren Darren's hitting a groove here. He's crushing it. So nice work. Yeah, well, I am hitting the groove, uh, and it's it's because of Gabby. We have a weekly schedule, and, and it's like our job to like put in what are we publishing next week and having it all queued up and and we're really getting it it dialed in and within the next you know couple of months we'll we'll be a few weeks ahead always we'll just always be prepared and there'll be just stuff going out all the time i got on tiktok that's new oh boy yeah i'm publishing videos to tiktok my latest one is actually doing pretty good so and i had this interesting idea just today it's like Every time I tweet something, so I might like tweet three times a, a day or something, just random little thoughts. I think a strategy on TikTok is to, like anything that would just be a tweet that I'd put out, I'd do the same thing on TikTok. I just, but instead of typing it, I speak it into the camera and just share it. I think it's just really valuable to be prolific on TikTok. So I'm going to explore that too. Yeah. Oh, I just don't know if I can do it. I, I noticed this week that Joy Hawkins has yep. started pushing out <laughs> some more short form video. Yeah, and so I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm like, oh, that's one of the last people I thought I would see doing that. But um, oh, and then you know, a funny aside. Last night, my wife said something to me. She was like, "Hey, do you know Callie, who's our 13 year old daughter? Do do you know she has over a thousand followers on YouTube?" What? Yeah, and I was like, "What?" (laughs) So I I see her randomly creating these little, you know dance and and whatever videos as yeah. the entire world of 13 year olds do totally. but yeah, yeah she's had a couple that have garnered like thousands of likes so she's she's oh, built a little following geez. so i'm like you know i looked at all yeah. that i i was like well let me see the videos i look at it, i'm like yeah she's the content is fine um good good for her she's building a base i don't know what she's gonna do with it but that well, it's so interesting. She has brand sponsorship in her future, right? So yeah, totally. <laughs> she'll do the dance and be like, "Do you like my new shirt? It's yeah. from Zara." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. How about you? What's kind of big and exciting in your world right now? Yeah, I mean, I have just spent Q4 all on sales and trying to get as much going there as possible. We have a goal of trying to cross. Uh, 10,000 in MRR by the end yeah. of the year. And oh boy, we are on track by a hair. We November was our best month. We had um, a couple of great podcast hit that generated leads. Mm-hmm. We had our normal volume of other opportunities. I did that webinar with you and that that produced a, a few leads and yep. customers. So yeah, it was it was really great. And it was a whirlwind too, right? Especially with November and having Thanksgiving here in the States you kind of drop off. You only, you know, you have three weeks in two days um, instead of a full, full four weeks. So yeah, it was wild for a while. I was like booked wall to wall with four or five demos every single day for like 10 days. Um, So yeah, that was, that was pretty wild and was really great. Um, By the time this goes out, we're sending uh, an annual deal out to all of our monthly plan customers. Yep. So we we offer an annual plan at 11% discount. Mm-hmm. We're sending an email saying, you know, hey, for this, you know, I don't know if we'll ever do it again. We'll, we'll see what happens. But we're basically saying, if you switch this week to an annual plan, we'll give you 25% off the annual plan. 
So I've seen SaaS companies do that. That's yeah, that's a smart move. Yeah, yeah. We just figured, you know, let's let let's find a way to you know lock some more people up long term, and all these customers that we're putting into this list have at least been using us for a mm-hmm. month or, or mm-hmm. more. So an easy opportunity for them. And you know, some people get to this time of the year and they still have you know budget to use up, or they're looking for cost savings like that where they can take cash flow off the books for next year. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'll report, um, back on that. I'm of the ilk. Like if we even get a couple that seems like like a win. Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah. And then, yeah, I tried, you know, I've, uh, your inspiration. And then it finally came down to, um, I think I was talking about it with my wife and then she was like, well, you got to commit to something. So she made me commit to doing one short feature video a week for the rest of the year and so i've uh i'm five for five um i've won to push up yet uh today but the last five weeks i've done a anywhere from a a three to an eight minute video on one of uh our features and uploaded it to youtube yeah so so, marcy's your accountability partner on that oh yeah because that's the last person i want like being disappointed in me so yeah i get it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and she'll like ask me like, oh, did you do a video this week? So <laughs> yeah, you don't want to have to hang your head in shame. No. Like, yes, I did. <laughs> but one nice win from it. I had a new customer a couple of weeks ago sign up and they booked a demo after, you know, the vast majority book a demo and then sign up. But I do have some where they sign up and then they book a demo that same day for a few days later where now they want to walk through after they have their keys to their own account. Yep. And then they they canceled the the walkthrough and I reached out and just said, hey, you know, if you want to reschedule the demo and whatever else, let me know. And they're like, you know, I watched your Facebook or your uh, YouTube videos the last few days and it's intuitive and makes sense and answered most of my questions. So I'm good. Yeah, I'm so, sold. I'm signing up next week. You don't yeah, have to do the demo yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I was yeah. like, that's sweet. So yeah. And I haven't really done any pushing yet. The videos have anywhere from like 15 to 100, you know, views, obviously more views on the ones out longer. But yep. we literally just yesterday added the YouTube icon to our footer. Um, I have it in like our saved replies. So when somebody, a prospect asks, asks me about a feature, I can send them the YouTube video as well as like a help guide or a blog post link. Um, yep. So yeah, it's it's been good so far. And I'm getting a little more, I don't know why, but because I just love to do one take. I, I'm not an editor. I don't want to mess with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that pressure of like the one take and wanting to say things the right way and whatever else probably is what kept me from it. And I just had to be like, whatever, you can't be perfect. You just need to do your best and get a routine down and and put them together. Well, good. Good for you. That sounds really productive. It actually makes me think about my own videos and how mine are mostly focused on like teaching. I'm educating people on local SEO. Um, I try to work in our products here and there where it makes sense. But uh, there is a an opportunity for me to make more kind of like feature videos. And I, and I, it is on my to-do list to work more on that going forward. Yeah. There you go. So I'm trying, I'm like, you know, I'm a junior Darren Shaw video cadet, like a very, very, very junior park ranger on, on the video (laughs) front. Well, I'll tell you, it's like the key is having that editor. Actually, it's like I don't have to worry about one take. It's like as I record my videos, I just I'm like, I don't like how I said that. I'm going to say that sentence over again. I just speak to the camera like I'm talking to my editor, and then, and then I, I make like a 10 minute video full of garbage, and they turn it into the actual 1.5 minute video of good stuff. So it's really it's really nice to not have to stress about it, and that way it actually 
lifts that stress. I can just turn on the camera and start talking and then work it out as I go. That sounds so wonderful. I can't wait till I have budget to do something like that. It'll sure. be so freeing and yeah. I'll, I'll just go bananas. I'll make like five videos. I'll send him so much trash. <laughs> Dude, get your daughter to do it. She's a YouTube star. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. She would, she would so love it if I asked her to do that. So, I don't know if her skills are there. She's doing, you know, 30 second one take videos and dances. I don't know if she's ready for editing, but you never sure. know. All right. Well, maybe if you threw some dances into your videos. <laughs> that's the last thing in the little loom circle down in the corner is me dancing right like people be like what is every video you yeah. can have a shtick you should do that i love it oh man darren all right okay well, let's talk about some serious stuff here <laughs> totally let's uh let's talk about looking back at our uh 2022 as a whole i will yeah i will say kicking this off and i, I would love for you to start to look at yours first it this is such an interesting exercise to me because yeah. I, I don't know, you know, I, I maybe assume most entrepreneurs or those running businesses are, are much the same way. And especially in our world uh, of, you know, software and technology, but you are just so like heads down so much of the time and nothing can ever happen fast enough. And you're trying to just, you mm -hmm. know, ship things and make speed happen and get deals and you know there's so many months where I'm like oh could I just have one more week to like get more sales within this calendar within this month right within right. MRR for this month and, and things like that and it's just very rarely do you like stop and so for me even I, if we weren't doing this podcast I don't even know if I would do this until maybe I unplugged for a few days over Christmas or the holidays, yeah, yeah, and reflected and and looked at a chunk of time as big as twelve months as a year, and then when you look at that, man, there's there's just a lot to like look at and think about and whatever else where you're like, all that's on my mind is just a couple of things right now that we just kind of touched like sales and like one feature we're building and like one other thing is like dominating my mind, and then when you zoom out, it's like, okay, there there's a lot to be grateful for and to learn from and to think about it. It's, it's very, it's very interesting to do. And I don't know, I don't know if everyone, I struggle with this and I don't know if everyone else does a better job and I'm like an anomaly on it, but it, it's, it's hard to zoom out. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's really valuable. I was thinking about this, that exact same thing as I was preparing my notes for this podcast. Cause it's like, it's, it's someone forcing me. It's like, we, we're going to record this podcast. I have to do the review. I have to take the time to think about um, the year. And so I think if, if, if our listeners have one takeaway, it's just pretend you've got a podcast coming up that you have to have this data prepared for and do it because it's so valuable to look back and think about the year, your, your struggles and your wins. And it's, it's just really great to shape, you know, what are you going to focus on going forward? I, yeah. I, just, I love that we did it. I'm really glad to have this podcast to, uh, to work with you on this uh, every month, basically. It's great. And so it's been three years now. Look at us. As, as I've said, like, this is our digital Davenport, right? This is as much as anything to like yeah. talk out our own therapy session to talk out what's <laughs> going on so we don't go crazy totally. in our own heads. Yeah. But I, I think that's a good point, Darren. Like anyone, you can write down this summary and like share it with your significant other, your partner, your friend, anyone who knows like the struggle you're in. And like, they're probably constantly hearing you talk about 
yep. the the right here, right now type stuff. But like do that because I think your wins will feel a little bit bigger as far as your wins. And, you know, as we framed it up, right, like your 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 bad or slash challenging items, like maybe they don't seem as big. And it also puts that, you know, some focus on them so that you can either not repeat them or might might guide you as you go along. So yeah, that's huge. And I think I'm really fortunate that at the end of this year, at the end of every year is when I tend to have my annual reviews with our with my senior team. And so I actually was able to kind of come prepared today because all of this like, you know, my my team comes to me and they they tell me about all their wins in their department. And so it's really helpful for me to have that that data at hand and, and a lot of things that I even I wouldn't forgot about. It's like all these amazing things that we launched in the software department. It was like like I've got a summary list that I'm gonna talk about on the podcast today. But Troy, my software team lead, had a list of like 40 things. Like yeah. so many things are happening that you you actually can't think about and you can't remember them by the time the year yep. comes up. So it's yep. really useful to take to put in the exercise and and think about the year. Cool. Well, with that, so let's look mm-hmm. at we kind of have these sectioned off into, you know, some some plus and minus type themes as well as like um, you know, look, looking forward to next year, kind of one thing yep. where we're sitting at right now. So let's start with each section. Why don't you <laughs> go ahead and give me yours and then I'll right. chime in with mine. But what, what were the, you know, we categorize this as bad, but I always like to still stay positive, yeah. right? What were the sure. biggest challenges um, that, you know, maybe you felt short, learned from, got yeah. a little scraped up by in 2022? Yeah, let's just drop the word bad. We'll just call it challenges. Uh, <laughs> so we have a few things. Um, one was, you know, just watch it. Looking at the numbers, I'm like, our reputation builder software sales is down uh, about 10% for the year. So we, we've kind of dropped revenue in the reputation builder. It's not a huge part of our revenue, so it doesn't actually hurt that bad because we're pretty diversified across multiple products and services. But... Um, it also is a reflection of our lack of focus on it. Like we haven't really pushed it. We haven't really tried to build it up. So that was one of the things that I was like, you know, looking back on the year, I'd be like, oh, that's not great. And then the same thing was with our local citation finder. Um, looking at the numbers, it's pretty flat. So there's no growth in that software over the year, but it's kind of to be expected with kind of the industry take on citations right now. And I'm kind of glad that it held steady, actually. So I don't really feel that as too much of a loss, but it would have been nice to see some growth in that software. One of the big ones that stands out to me from last year is that in January, I set this, this uh, growth goal for the local, local rank tracker. Four times growth. I was, I was coming out of the gates in January, all gung-ho. So that was a, that was a terrible uh, goal to set because we... We did not come anywhere close to that. So that was, it was disappointing, but it's a lesson in, in don't set overly ambitious goals. And then uh, we had to say goodbye to a few team members uh, over the course of 2022, which was sad. So uh, Jesse, our marketing manager, had been with us for 10 years, uh, such an integral part of our company. Uh, really sad to see her move on, but also understandable, you know, after 10 years with the company. It's like, you know, looking for new challenges, new experiences. I understand it. And then the same thing can be said about Jeff, uh, one of our like employee number three at the company, uh, software developer with us for over 10 years. He also moved on to uh, new experiences. So sad to say goodbye to him. And then uh, a 
a freelance developer that turned into more of a full-time developer, Boyan. Uh, we had to say goodbye to him as well. So overall, those are some of the things that I found challenging over the year. Yeah. yeah. What would you say when you look at like the reputation builder expectations being down and yep. then, you know, e even with your aggressive Forex plans for rank tracker, what do you pick out of that? Like, you know, both those you, well, in reputation, you definitely cited like, hey, we didn't put a lot of focus, right? We like, yes. we, we weren't trying to sell it, things like that. Yep. So when you formalize this and you look at that, are you like, are you already putting together plans for, yes, we need to market and sell this more and here's what we can do better with Rank Tracker in the next year? Yeah, 100%. And so that's actually part of the value of doing this exercise. Because when you write down your challenges, it, it sort of focuses you in on that. I'd be like, okay, reputation builder. When you look at the numbers, you're like, okay, that, that didn't go so great. Why not? Okay, I know why. Okay. And then and so what are we going to do differently going forward? And I actually know what that is too. And so I've got a number of things uh, in play to improve that in terms of uh, we're going to redo the landing page uh, for the reputation builder. I'm going to uh, market our that software in our mailing list for people that are signing up through our review link generator. I'm going to do a better job of that. I've been sitting on that for a long time, so I got to get that executed. And then integrating more reputation builder content into all this new content that I'm doing. So I actually, let, let's just say it now, we can review it next year when we make this podcast, but I would like to see some growth in reputation builder uh, by the end of next year. So that's yeah. one. Um, Rank Tracker, I'll mention this in my positives, but we did see some growth there. It just was, uh, I said, an overly ambitious goal, um, but we saw some growth. Um, and we're going to see more, but it, it becomes tough because we're very diversified. And so you can only focus on one thing at a time. And so I know what our focus is going forward for next year. So I expect to see continual growth in Rank Tracker, but, you know, four times was just a stupid goal to set. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do, I don't ever discount someone for setting a lofty goal because like anything, if, oh, sure. yeah. if the further you set it, higher as long as it doesn't make you like completely abandon what you're doing where it's like you know you get halfway through you're like oh there's no way we'll ever make it i'm not going to do anything right where right. it just makes you you quit on it it might yeah. stretch you further than you would have gotten if your goal was only 2x then maybe you wouldn't have maybe. gotten it as as far as you could with it and i think the things that you're chewing on to think about of you know we have to do more we have to be specific with content for these things we need to get it more mentions and more pitches and and things like that. I think all of those are are really valid. You know, you and I have had these conversations both on podcast and off. Like you put out a ton of educational content yeah. and like almost zero sales content. And I, I'm I'm of the opinion that like the more you can mix that in with calls to action and featuring your product and things like yeah. that, I just think the better off you're gonna be because like I, I totally get like, I don't want to be salesy. I want people to anyone to get something out of this. But like, at some point, you also have to mix in like, this is what pays the bills. And all these great things, I think I'm building it into these tools and the things that I'm offering because I, I believe in those things. So like, they're strategically and tactically represented in it. So yeah, that's why I never feel bad with like, really focusing on what our product does, because it's like all the great ideas I would teach you about. I'm building how those ideas can take shape in the software that, that I'm putting in front of you. 
So. Yeah, I've actually been thinking a little bit about that. Like I need to integrate our software a little bit more prominently in a lot of the educational content that we produce. And one person that I look to that does a great job of that, and no surprise, is Rand Fishkin. So Rand Fishkin, I see him on LinkedIn all the time, and he he's teaching you a marketing strategy. He's teaching you something valuable, but he does it with his own software. And it's yep. like, it's always a highlight of SparkToro. And so, you know, I'm trying to take some notes on that and, and do similar things with, with our approach. Do it. And like I've told you, You've built up so much cred for giving away information. Like I know, I know you have this voice in your head of don't be salesy and yeah. give to the people, but like yeah. Darren, you have a lot deposited in that account. It's okay if you cash <laughs> some of that out. T- time to take a withdrawal. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <sighs> All right. Well, you know, on my side, no uh, secret, if you've uh, listened to previous episodes earlier in the year, like my health was the biggest challenge. Um, you know, to, to shrink it down, I uh, found out after some tests and uh, a rush to the hospital that I have heart failure. So most likely a, a genetic deal. It isn't anything from uh, lifestyle or anything like that. It's not clogging of my arteries, throwing a few stints and whatever else. It's the, the heart muscle that's there is uh, just failing and in, in, in heart failure. So I had a couple of hospital stays between February and May. I got a pacemaker and defibrillator put in. I got all kinds of meds. Um, and so, yeah, the first six months of the year were just really hectic for me between all of that and a lot of uh, anxiety and emotional stress. I have yep. four kids that range from freshman in college to a kindergartner and balancing that out with a startup and only being 48 and facing, you know, all kinds of those things. Like it was really, it was incredibly hard. Yeah. Um, and it's just one of those things where you need time and a number of things to kind of go on before, you know, that maybe some people would settle into it faster, but it, it definitely took its toll on me. And, you know, really in August, things started turning around. I wasn't losing weight anymore. You know, I lost a lot of weight just because my biggest diet restriction is sodium. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was eating super clean and just, you know, losing, I wasn't obese, but I definitely had some weight to lose. So you're you're losing weight, you have a lot of anxiety, you have a major health issue, mm-hmm. you have some stressors, uh, you're getting a bunch of, you know, bunch of meds, like nothing was calm and even and steady until probably August, weight stopped dropping, things evened out, my meds kind of got put into the same uh, regiment, and one of my tests showed improvement, which is as much as I can ask for at this point. What I have is not a it's not going to you know, be better. It's not a, a curable, yeah. it's gone, you're in remission, any of that kind of thing. Um, but my heart's pump percentage, which is my issue, was at an extremely low rate, and it more than doubled to somewhere that's okay. Um, yeah, so, good. Yeah, so that was, that was a, a big win. That was a challenge I had no idea I'd be facing, and sure. you know, nor, nor did I want to. Um, but yeah, that, that was a lot. I learned a lot. I'm very grateful um, for where I'm at now. And yeah, hopefully it's uh, hopefully more good days than bad days. That's kind of my whole outlook. And lately I, I've had plenty of that, which has been yeah. great. It's gonna be so tough, like such a difficult time in your life when you have a brand new startup. It's like you're trying to build this brand new startup and then you get hit with 
a life changing uh, event like that. So just all that stress that you were on, it must have been really tough. Yeah, I'm um, so glad to hear you that you are feeling better and and having it managed now. It's yeah. it's a big relief. It's yeah. Got to be a big relief for you. It is. It's very it's very helpful. And yeah, you've been a great supporter. You definitely listened to me when things were really hard. And yeah, I can't think. I mean, so many friends, especially a ton of people mm-hmm. in the you know local SEO and software community that just reached out and kept checking in on me. And, you know, even at a time where I didn't really want to talk to people and was, you know, about as down as you can get, like they were still there for me. And so I'm super appreciative of all the wonderful connections I've had in my life that sent me good energy and vibes and prayers and just supported me in whatever uh, way that that felt best to them um, was felt and it was wonderful. But yeah, so Quite a quite a journey uh, to to be uh, on on that path, um, but you know I can say like uh, with a startup and with work the one really hard challenge was it like some of if you um, there's a book I read this year called Unfair Advantages right and it's about that we all have them you have to figure them out so you can leverage them yep. well some of my unfair advantages are like you know how hard I'm willing to work how deep that I dive into stuff and I just feel I I interact with people in person extremely well. Right. So having health issues and things like that, it really cut down my energy and my personality. And I wasn't Mm. seeking to do anything in person. Like, you know, finally at uh, end of July, I spoke in person at an event and that was really great for me and led to great things for the business. Um, So it's like getting some of those things back on track and I can't, I can't work as hard. I'm still putting in, you know, eight, plus hour days, most days. Um, but I don't have the energy to grind out, you know, those 12 hour days. And, and I get there's plenty of people that are like, that's ridiculous and detractors of that and whatever else. But like, I, I love it. Like, I love the brain food of work. And I love doing those things. And to have that as an option at different times. And now I just know, like, for my own health, like, I just I need to leave that alone. I need to prioritize sleep and, you know, my my mental well-being uh, above chasing how the business grows and and everything else. Good. Well, that sounds like you know your your challenges all seem to be shifting into positives. Yeah. Nope. Slowly, slowly but surely. So to get out of that, because part of me just even hates that's a part of my life and talking about it. So I'd rather talk business and software things. Um, you know, one challenge is just we are kind of from my health. And also it took us longer to get our product to market than we wanted to somewhere Mm -hmm. between three and six months. So it it really did kind of put the plan or the forecast of this year um, behind a schedule, which made it tough at different points. Uh, You know, and you just have to realize you can't waste energy on what you didn't accomplish. You have to rework where you're at, try to make the best of the situation and, and keep moving forward. Um, And so just try to do that as, as much of possible, no matter what, what was thrown at us. Um, one other thing that was definitely that I've learned as a challenge for us is our engineering team is great at building features we have 100% control over. So right. any feature that's native to Leadferno, scheduled messages, notes into messages, team members and roles, just you know all, all the things where it's just all, us writing all of our own code and, and everything else, our team kicks those out so fast additions to our lead box buttons things like that they're so great at it the minute we go and start working with another piece of software for an integration or using it as a base like 
we just, we struggle yeah. and I don't, I, I can't put my finger on it. If it's, you know, I definitely know some of its lack of experience with these things because none of them have been something where it's like, yes, I've done this exact thing before I've integrated Facebook messenger and brought its messages into another inbox or the same with Google business messages. Um, and the latest that we're trying to wrap up before the holidays is working search using Elasticsearch into our platform. Right. And so each of these have literally become like quarter long features to add where I much prefer a two to four week cadence to kick out a feature. So that's been really hard when we hit these and we have these long pauses that are there. And if I look back at like one decision that I wish I could redo for the year, it would be we would have left Google business messages alone. Right. Um, it, it's one of those from a marketing standpoint. It's great. People are like, oh, yeah. And they're kind of excited because they don't know much about it and everything else. But the product itself, good, there's a lot of spam that comes in through Google business messages. The chat buttons in Google business profile only show up when you're doing branded searches. So it's not even part of discovery. You're not getting to it through a local map pack mm. um, and things like that. So there's just some pieces to it where after all the struggle and it taking literally four months to get it to market and still having challenges with when we launch it and the integration and, and things like that, there's a few things in there we have to do manually that we just, we are hoping not to have to, to touch it at all. Um, it's one of those where both Joel and I, my co-founder who runs our entire product side, we would easily say like, yep, nope, skipping it. Like yeah. four, four months for what the trade-off is for how many customers we have that, that love it or, or that really care about it. Like totally not worth it when we could have kicked out four to six of our own internal features that we still don't have built yet. Right. That makes a lot of sense. We're feeling that pain right now too, because we're building a whole interface for managing your Google business profiles. And we, we have to rely on the Google business profile API, which is buggy. It's like Google. I thought you were good at making software, but we're, we're encountering all kinds of actual bugs where the software fails. And so, yeah, I feel your pain yep. on that. And I also feel your pain on looking back at things that we built that, that were maybe not beneficial, but took a lot of extra dev cycles. That's frustrating. Yep. Totally. You just feel like time is the most important thing. So you look back at that and you're like, oh, we just wasted so much time on that. So yeah, that's one where I easily like, yeah, that would be my uh, my mulligan or my take back um, for the year is that. But it's there now. It's built. We do have customers that, that utilize it. Um, sounds great on the marketing side, but yep. yeah, I just, I'm like, okay. Um, but it's, it, this year has taught me, you know, we did Facebook Messenger the year before. And that was a struggle, but you know, there was a number of things. And now I can easily, now I easily understand. It's like, no, when we have to work with someone else's APIs and testing environment and getting support for them or getting questions answered, things like that, like our team does not excel there. So. Well, it's good to know that. Well, yes. lesson learned. Yeah. Yeah. So when I look, you know, forward to next year, like I don't want to do anything like that for at least the first half of the year. Like yeah. I just want to be heads down on everything we can build 100% and we're going to kick out way more features at a much, you know, better pace um to start to start the year by doing that. Mhm. Mm Sounds good. And then yeah, my last challenge item was just like uh, our agency partners and resellers just like hasn't taken off how I've wanted it to. I have a handful that have been really great and have sent us some really awesome and consistent clients and they're making nice money in their payouts. Um, but it's nowhere near what I thought it would be. And we've tried some things. We've increased affiliate payouts. 
Um, we've made improvements to the partner dashboard for them to be able to like see what's going on with their clients and manage. Um, and it's just, I, I have some guesses like, you know, on the type of agencies that we're working with or that we need to attract and we need more quantity. Um, but it's impact can just be so great. Like I just, yep. I, I ran through some numbers and just like forecasting or thinking through based on a couple of different things, but I'm like, you know, you just take a subset of like five partners and each of them bring you a new customer every month at our average price point of $150. Well, at the end of the year, that compounding is they've added, you know, somewhere around nine to 10 K in MRR to the company. Right. Right. So yep. they've added over a hundred K in ARR to the company. And when you look at multiples, they've likely added close to a half million dollars in what the value of the company is. Hmm. So something so minuscule, like just five partners consistently producing one a month to get you 12 a year from each one, 60 total for that kind of, you know, MRR and ARR revenue, and then a multiplier for your value, like it's really significant. So I, I need to keep working to unlock this. The last couple of months, I've been really focused on direct to business um, and bringing those those on. And I need to find a way to get more of these agencies on, continue to learn which ones are the right one for us and yep. mature more of those so that we have just consistent contributors as part of our sales channel that comes from partners. Hmm. Well, I hear that about the referral partners. I always feel like there's huge potential uh, in my company as well for building up uh, better referral pro partners. Um, and so we're actually working on it right now. We're planning to, uh, we're, we're in the process of rolling out a new uh, referral program through a different company called Rewardful. So we've been, we've been transitioning everything over to that and we've just designed an awesome new landing page, which we'll be promoting out to our mailing list. I'll make some videos about it. I'll promote our referral program. But I think that there's great potential there. And we could we should totally schedule an episode where we talk about referral programs. I think yeah. it's, a, it's a whole area of opportunity that you know, I, I feel like we didn't tap into it last year. Uh, we started. And, and like you said, we have a couple good partners that are sending us leads. But you know, out of the 200 partners that are signed up for our referral program, only three of them are activated, like actually yep. doing anything. There's all just a whole yep. bunch of dormant referral partners that sound, yep. signed up. But, you know, so we're, we're also building email drip sequences to follow up with them and, and try and reactivate them. So, yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta get the crowd. You know, I call them the one and nuns, right? They either have done one thing or no things and yeah, exactly. you need, you need to get them um, past the one and none stage for sure. Yeah, totally. We have mostly nuns. Uh, yeah. A couple ones. Yeah. What? Yeah. Let's move to the good. Let's pack away the bad and let's open up the good. These are the presents under the tree. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna blast through mine because I, I feel like we're gonna run late on this one. But uh, we have we had quite a few great wins actually throughout the whole year. So um, while we did say goodbye to some uh, some valued team members, uh, we welcomed Graydon, new member of our development team, and he's turning out awesome. He's a he's a new student, so he's a He's doing a great job uh, for us. He's also really great at developing memes for, for me to post on social media. So big thanks to Greg for that. Uh, we welcomed Gabby. So Gabby, I uh, just hired her mid-November to be my content marketing assistant. As you have seen, Aaron, it is having a huge impact on our marketing yep. output, which is wonderful. Um, this was a year where I promoted Troy to software team lead. And it has been transformational in our development 
Um, it's been huge. He's really done an incredible job of organizing our software development, managing our priority queue, pushing back when when on things like if I was saying, hey, we should build this thing. He'd be like, that's not going to make us any money. Stop. Get out of here, Darren, with your SEO wonk ideas. And so he's been really great at at focusing the team on what's important, and 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 our output has been huge. We've had so many launches thanks to uh, to his uh, leadership on that team. Um, we've had some good wins financially too. So we've had excellent growth in our SEO services. We've grown 36 percent since the beginning of the year, which uh, turns into pretty great revenue. Um, and we've done that actually without increasing um, payroll very much on that team as well. So that's been, awesome. That's been a real positive win. The rank tracker, all right, four times growth, no, but we did see 15% growth. I think we went from 16K MRR to roughly 20 right now. So that's some growth. That's an additional four grant in MRR. So that's nice to see. Yeah, I, I can see how you're a little, you know, 400%, 15%. I can see you were a little off. But, <laughs> a little off, yeah. But, yeah. you know. That's uh, still great. Next year, I'll just I'll just set 50% instead of instead of 400%. And, then and, you're, gonna, and you're gonna get it. Yeah, and then I'll feel better about it. Yeah, and actually, yeah. And that would be great. It's good. It's good money, especially when we're if we do that across all of our different products and services. Then hey, now we're now we're cooking with gas. Yeah. Overall, the company revenue is up, so uh, we're about ten percent up on the year, um, and expenses are down. And so because we're at about a two million a year run rate, ten percent is pretty significant. So our our revenue is up. Our our expenses are down, which means uh, more profitable and more successful company. So overall, it was a pretty good year. I can speak to that and feel good about it. I mean, then there was just so many launches last year. Uh, we launched the Google Business Profiles tab in our local rank tracker, which uh, was launched to critical acclaim. People love that. It's a great differentiator of our product versus anyone else on the market. So I love that. Uh, we built a bright local importer for our local rank tracker, which is a, a wonderful way to make it easy. You want to switch from that competitor over to us? Come on over. We're going to make it so yeah, easy for you. That's so huge. It was great. Yeah. And, and that, that product is getting use. Uh, it was a good feature to build. And it just, uh, you know, our bright local comparison page plus that importer, I think was a really positive move. Um, we launched a new Google review link generator. And so this doesn't seem very exciting. It's this free tool on our website. But I'm going to start calling it the mailing list subscriber generator because that tool gets a ton of use and we've actually increased our subscribers by like 500 per week we have like our mailchimp mailing list is exploding which is an incredible marketing uh power to have at our fingertips so every time we have some new announcement every time we have some uh, educational piece like we're just building a community through our mailing list and the revealing generator update was huge for that and continues to to be really successful for us. And Darren, we've talked about, but the, the any of your review tools should just at least get hit with one sales message yeah, about reputation builder, right? You get one, but I, it's it's yeah. a matter of launching the drip sequence. The yeah. drip sequence, I'm going to get that out before the end of the year where they're going right. to they're going to get a whole series where we keep telling about all the benefits of our software. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, our new SEO services plans launched and uh, that was just a couple months ago. And that's actually been the key to that 36% growth that I talked about. That new landing page was a labor of love. We worked on it for a long time. And after launching it and restructuring our packages, that's been really massive for our growth. Uh, so it's been, it's been the, the biggest revenue increaser in the company. So that was a huge win. 
And then I think that maybe the, while it didn't directly generate revenue, the thing I'm most excited about is that we launched what we call Location Manager. And Location Manager, the place where you can add all your locations and then use them for our citation ordering, that is the foundation of our platform, which is in active development right now. And so it, it is the future of this company. And so it's really great to finally get that launched after years of, of working on it and having it in a place that we can now build upon. So I don't know, lots of great wins. I'm excited about the year. I think it was a great year and it was, it was nice to spend the time to look back on it. Yeah. Congrats, man. Those are all really great things. And I also think it's one of your leadership qualities. You have your, you excel at being both uh, grateful and hopeful. And I think those are great uh, qualities in a leader to lead other people in the right direction. So oh, well thanks, done. Man. Thanks. Well, let's hear your wins. Yeah. I mean, number one, I definitely have to start off with like my co-founder, Mr. Joel Headley. Like I love working with Joel. He's I, awesome. I couldn't have made a better decision um, in who I selected to to work with. We are so aligned on, you know, just what we care about and how we approach things and whatever else, but yet we're so different in our opinions and experiences and, and things like that, that it, it, it just works so well. And I, I enjoy our debates. I enjoy when we have friction because I know it's just like honing in on something that's better. Yeah. And I've learned so much. And yeah, I just, I, I can't, I can't say enough about working with Joel. And the same thing goes for our whole team. I like really enjoy our team. Like above anything else, they're good humans. We share a ton of laughs. Um, we joke with each other. They take pride in their work. They support uh, what what we're doing. And yeah, you're just, it, it's great. It's just great to have great people around you while you're just putting in so much effort into achieving, trying to achieve something, right? Yep. Um, you know, when I zoom out, right? And it's like, all right, we ate times our MRR from January, right? Things were, when we started the year, we were at a thousand dollars in change from our first few months of launching. Um, and when I look at that, like, okay, February, I spent, you know, a week and a half in the hospital and time recovery. So it's like February, March, we're like zeros, right? Like nothing going on. No, Joel was doing uh, demos. I mean, that's the other thing. He stepped up so huge while I was having to take care of myself without, you know, anything in return, without asking for anything, without whining, anything like that. So, yep. um, so great there. So like to consider how much of our growth has basically come from like July until now is so encouraging to us, right? I think from where we were in August, we've even, you know, doubled within the the quarter of what we're at. So awesome. that kind of, yeah, that kind of growth, really great. Our churn is super low. We don't even churn a customer a month, which is just so great um, to, to have. And the ones we are churning, um, it's almost always just because their site doesn't have enough traffic for us to help with conversion, right? If they only have a handful of visitors to their site a day, it's, there's just not enough there to to squeak something out, but um, we just see so much engagement and so many positives, and so many of our customers just talk about how it's a game changer and a competitive advantage for them. Um, that's really really fun. When I zoom out on features and like everything we built over the year, even with Google Business Messages taking up way too much damn time, um, and uh, now Elasticsearch eating up the last quarter of the year, like we have still built so much. And so when you zoom out, instead of just looking at it one feature at a time and you're like, oh, 
here are just all of these different things that we've built in and the whole of the product just feels so solid, right? It, it feels enough, which is a great feeling because then you know everything else we're adding is just icing on the cake to what's there and taking the value even higher. Um, yeah, it's it's so great. I feel so good when I can just pull out my phone and do a demo from a website and start a text conversation and the notification comes on my phone and the app, like I can just be talking to anyone at a party, at a sporting game, at a family gathering, whatever else. And they're like, yeah, I don't understand what you do. I'm like, I can just show you right now. It'll take two minutes for you to understand it. Um, and just to see all the things. And when they bring up what if scenarios and you have answers for a lot of them, that like, that feels so great. Like, what if I want to send an appointment reminder? Yes, we have scheduled messages. Here's how you do that. What if I'm sleeping when the lead comes in? Well, we have auto replies. Here's what that looks like. So just really great to look at that as a whole. And it gets me really excited about what this is going to look like at the end uh, of next year when we have another 12 months yeah. um, and even more features put in. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, that just leads in like, you know, uh, I, I love that our company, me, myself as like the visionary and the leader of it, like I feel so comfortable with like who we are and um, what's different about us in the market and what we're building and to do next, what we understand, what our customers are asking for. Uh, it was so great. I just got an email yesterday like, hey, and it's from a partner um, Oh, you from Dana D. Tommaso, who yeah. you know. Dana's a great partner of ours at Kickpoint. And she's like, hey, our one client that's on this who loves it, uh, they're wondering when you're going to have search. And I'm like, this is my favorite kind of feature request, like in about a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's already in flight. And Darren, you, you know, your team was one of yeah. the first to request that because of the amount of conversations you guys were having. So just getting things like that and just having your customers asking for things you already have in flight or you already have on the roadmap, as well as sprinkling in some things that they're not gonna expect that are gonna be great surprises, you think, um, is really encouraging. So super excited about it. Yeah, I mean, you should be excited. I really think about your product and what you're building there. And it's funny because I keep seeing like other people, oh, they they have text messaging now, like Bird Eyes launched something. And I was like, every time I look at it, I'm like, no, this is wrong. This is, they got the wrong approach. It's like, you do have something very special with the way that you have built Leadferno. It's a wonderful product. And I, I, you've, got, you've got so much potential. And I'm excited to see what's going to happen in 2023. Yeah. And so speaking of that, we both wanted to write down like, you know, one thing, what's our, you know, what's our one area of focus that we look at right now that how we want to start the year or what we're looking at. So what, what is that looking forward item for you? Yeah. For me, for White Spark, our mantra is platform, platform, platform. So continuing to build upon our platform and really working hard to not get too distracted by anything else. Just like really focus on this one thing. And so I know that when you have five products and, and services, you you always have things you have to do on them. But we're going to try our very best to stay focused on building out our broader vision for our, our complete local search platform. All right. I will make Here's sure that I don't add to the distractions. I will not be yelling, squirrel, squirrel. All right. All right. Good. And what's yours? Chat, what's your big thing? Chat GPT. Chat GPT. Look over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up, everybody. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we're not we're not deep diving on that. My Between my Twitter feed and people texting me and slacking me their experiments and things like that, I'm like, I, I don't need to see any more chat GPT for a while. It's so. out of control. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, looking forward, you know, it's much the same at the end of the year. It's like building sales momentum and the right channels for it to contribute because 
we're we're after you know as soon as possible in the year um, crossing default alive um, and not using any more of our angel investment uh, money for our current staff yeah. for where we are so we can keep growing. So yep. that's that's really my only goal right now because that keeps us uh, alive right now and starts to make our our future look healthier. So it's all about sales and sales channels and revenue. Yeah, you got to cross that default alive. I haven't heard that phrase before, but it makes a lot of sense. It's like, are yeah. we going to are we going to survive with yep. without any of that funding cash? Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to like we could make changes. We we could get rid of team members, and I just don't want like we have a small team. I like the core we have. I like you know I can live with the cadence of feature releases and things like that that we have right now. So I don't want to change any of those things. So we could be default alive. We could reshuffle what we have and what we're taking advantage of um services em- employee team wise but i don't i don't want to and we have runway to you know to to get us without having to do that so we just need to keep achieving our numbers and we can get there and then things get really exciting because you know i i have a goal of you know i'm i'm going to i'm going to get a paycheck again in this upcoming year and i haven't had one for 2 years so that's pretty damn exciting wow <laughs> actually getting a paycheck yeah what's well, <laughs> yep. happening it's going to happen for you yep so all right well darren this was a blast and i think it's okay we went long we just tried to condense a whole year into one exactly. episode yeah. so i think we get one long one per year and it should be this one the last one of the year <laughs> Yeah. There you go. We got a little long wind, but hopefully a lot of this is uh, helpful for people just to hear how other people's years went, help you reflect on yours. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's good. Call out the bad, see the challenges, figure out how you can fix them. Definitely celebrate and enjoy those wins because sometimes they feel few and far between, or we're just so damn hard on ourselves that we just don't savor in it at all or recognize how big of a win it is in the moment because we had to push so damn hard to get there. Yeah, totally. Well, thanks everybody for listening for a whole another year, year three of uh, the SaaS venture and uh, looking forward to seeing you next year. Agreed. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Hope you have some great time uh, with family. Plenty of people asking you, what is exactly is it that you do? Um, Those are always part of uh, my holidays. And yeah, best wishes. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you guys again in 2023.